0: We've spoken about the dynasty at Supersport, and then you go to Vitz, And with Vitz, I think you did the unlikely by winning the league. And I say the unlikely because you're coming in at a time where sundowns are pretty hard oh, to beat with their resources and their coaching. Chiefs yeah. are still Chiefs, Pirates are still Pirates, and Supersport are still a competitive outfit, right?
1: Yeah.
0: How did you... How did you manage to achieve that league success? And was it unexpected?
1: No, no, it was never unexpected. I'll tell you what happened. About two years before I went to Vitz, uh, Brian Joffe, was the owner of Bidvest Vitz. Uh, he phoned me up and he said, I want to have a meeting with you. I want you to be my coach. I said, fine, no problem. Went for the meeting. Could I go listen? He said, write down how much you want to earn. I said, the, I said Mr. Joffe, you don't have enough money to pay me. And he's a billionaire. He was laughing. I said, you don't have enough money. I said, firstly... Forget about the money. Your team is not good enough. The players are not good enough. Your team is not good enough. Watching them obviously playing against them, they were in the top eight. They were there. They're never going to win the league. So he said, "What do we need to do?" I said, "Well, we need to have a total uh, makeover here, and and it's not easy. To comp- You're not going to compete with Sundown, Chiefs, and Bar." He said, "I don't want to compete with them in terms of the financial what they spend on players. Because if the players worth a million, they're spending seven or eight. I mean, it's, it's just uh, and we can't go there." I said, "Fine." but you've got to give me the opportunity to get players in that will change and we can pay a little bit better than what you're paying them. He said, agreed. So Jose, we went there the year before and we were working already. I was still at Supersport. And um, obviously the main reason why I left Supersport because I always felt that they lost the hunger and desire to want to win the league. And that's why we sold all the players. And Stan knows this. And he said to me, he gave my blessing and the chairman, they said, look, we know you want to win the leagues. Because I said to Stan, we could have won the league six years in a row. Guaranteed. The team was at Supersport. Guaranteed. We had all the, we had the team, you know, but all the players, the Pelembes, the Clates, the, they all got sold off. Mosheko, you know, all these guys. Bongani went to Spurs, this one, that one. Morgan went to Chiefs. Um, so we lost that. We lost our we lost it, what we took time to build. Then I go to Wits first year. We um, changed a lot of things. Came third. The second year, we came third. The third year, we came second. And then the fourth year, we won the league. So there was a, there was a, there was a progression. And obviously, to win the league, it's like I say, you need a... So we had a very good goalkeeper, but I need a better one for a similar sort of money. Because when you get a better goalkeeper and he saves you 15 points, the other one was saving me 10 points. So those five, do you understand? So you go through the team. We need a better right-back. We need a better left-side player. We need a, whatever we need. And, 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 and it takes time because players come out of contract. You know, I've got Tyson, that's why. All those players came for free, maybe bar one. Um, you know, bar one or two. Yeah, yeah, I didn't buy them. <laughs> Tyson, that's Captain of Bafana, free. Nazir Ali, free. Klanty, free. Uh, Darren Keith, free. Goalkeeper, just going to midfield. Tabang Manari, free. You know, we go through the players. Yeah, we bought a few. Yeah,
0: was that because you were offering student discounts?
1: Yeah, Well, we were offering them a, a doctorship, and they didn't have to pass the first year. No. Nah. <laughs> no. Nah. 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 they, they, the, the players that I brought in also knew that we would we gel well with the way our player wanted to play the game. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that game we played the cup finals uh, against Sundowns, the top eight final, which is the beginning of the season. They were in the Champions League final the next week, by the way, which they won. We beat them 3-0. It was an exhibition of football I haven't seen in years from a Vits or a local team. We played, we, and I said, to, I said to my CEO that night, it was this is the 33 games in now. I said, we'll win the league. He said, he's, I said, we'll win the league. I said, look at our bench. We had players on the bench now that are playing for Pirates now. Vincent Poulet, Ben Matsouares. They were all on the bench. I said, "Look at our bench, and you judge your team how strong your bench is." And we had an unbelievable bench, and we won the league. It's not easy. I mean, if it was easy, everybody would do it. But it was there. It was. We knew. We knew. Kevin,
0: obviously, Vitz was a club with such rich history.
1: It's, it was, at it's, least,
0: it's It's. It's. I mean, when you, when you when you look back at it now, what I mean. I just want to get your, your unfiltered thoughts on it.
1: I'm 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 um and I say this I'm heartbroken. It destroyed me. Uh, and then obviously two weeks later I'm going to Kaiser Chiefs and I'm in this huge mental meltdown, if you want to call it not meltdown, no, no, let's not say meltdown. We were in a bubble for five weeks. You get out and two weeks later I'm going to the biggest club in the country. You know, it's I'm I'm still, you know, I'm so upset about it because we had such a good team, you know. I felt we could have won the We would have won the league last year. I, I really did. I, I'm saying besides Sundowns, we were, we won our own league, you know what I mean? We could have won the league in terms of being where we wanted to be. We had, a, we had, we had everything in the making. You know, we had a good, good team there. Tyson, Butler at the back, clunky left back. We had, you know, Tabang. We had, you know, we had, the team was there. We had Cole Alexander. We had Keiji now. We had Nange. We, the team was there which are all the Chiefs now. So I just needed another year. You know, we came fourth in a bubble, which was great achievement, after dismantling the team and um, it broke my heart. It broke, it broke it, to lose so many people lose their jobs. And I was one of the fortunate ones. I got another job, but other guys lost their jobs. You know, my, my the guy that I worked with, the team manager for six years, best, the best, lost his job, never had a job for a year, George, you would be there for 36 years. Jonathan Schloss lost their jobs, you know, Jose still hasn't had a job. You know, it's those people are they should be involved in football. They're the best. Well, you know, that I worked with, they're unbelievable. They, they should have jobs, you know, but that's what happened.
2: You know, um, Gavin, I just want to touch on it. Obviously, um, when it's imploded and moved firstly which was such a shock for us. Because my very first- hundred years, a hundred year institution, hundred years. My very first years. professional trial was at Wits University under Eddie Lewis. I can oh. still remember him being there. Um, like Eddie, what a man, what a man. Lake what a gentleman. What a was, what a gentleman. Um, you know, it, it must've just been a travesty for that institution to move away from that particular place in Johannesburg. Uh, you know, how, how did you manage this? As you spoke about how difficult it was, but it must have just been a real wretch for people. Bro-
1: when then you, we were all, you must remember, we were all in that COVID, like we, everybody was, stuck at home. And you get getting the message, sorry, we sell the club, and you got no job in two weeks' time. Or, I mean, we still had to go back and play in the bubble. It was just before the bubble. So we went into the bubble, everybody lost their jobs. And obviously, the, the players were been sold off in the hotel, it, means, it was like a, a meat market. It was, so obviously I was the last one because everybody got jobs besides the staff. Uh, well, one or two staff got jobs. I mean, I got the kit, man, the chiefs, and vice, you know, these type of things. But it was, you know, you take a club, 100-year institution, it's got juniors from under eights to under 19s. It's got, a, it's got a rich history. It's got, I came from it. I came from a football team called the Lenny Kinketka. We had a history We had cape town city we had a history the juniors eights nines, tens it, and it all just folded at, at, uh, no wonder our football is where it is there's, there's no doubt about it we're our national team because those institutions have gone Wits, the lennox the cape town city highlands parks you need those institutions there were there were there were clubs that were durban city were run like professionally and all we need to do was just integrate everybody and play and just keep going with it. You know that, that system, and, it would, and today you would have the same brands, but huge clubs, and but whatever you know, I just it, it baffles me. It baffles me. That's why we're struggling with our football. That's why rugby is still doing well because rugby has got the schools, that you know, they into schools. They've still got great club systems. Uh, they've kept their structures. Obviously, you know, but football is just the old Curry Cup. Remember the Curry Cup? There was a thing called the Curry Cup. Was an amateur tournament, all the amateurs played. Keep the structure, keep the system, integrate everybody, and just keep it. You know, it's sad, 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 sad.
0: Gavin, just one more question on Vitz. I mean, what needs to change in South African football so we don't see the situation happening? Because it's happened to Vitz and it's happened to other teams. It's gonna happen.
1: It's gonna happen this year again. Watch. No doubt about it. It's gonna happen. Um, what but you see, the PSL, I understand, I understand that they can't stop a sale of a club. They're not gonna, they are They can't do that because it's private business, as you want to call it. So <clears throat> uh, what needs to happen, and like happen like Man City, you buy the club, but the club stays Man City and stays in the same city. What happens now, uh, Vitbank Aces get sold to Cape Town City. So they go from Vitbank to Cape Town City, to Cape Town. Um, this club, Wits, uh, Wits gets sold and it becomes TTM for one year. Now it's Galante or something in wherever it is. It can't be like that. That's the only thing I disagree with. You know, you can't move cities. The name must stay the same. You buy the club, you know. But these things, it happens. It's happening.
2: And listen, the model is there, Zane. The model of, of failure of this type of thing is there. Look at the Los Angeles Raiders in America. There you uh, go. What happened to them? Moving cities, owners, not knowing what they want to do with the club, the club ends up imploding, which is what has happened to our great University. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a, say a, is moving
0: from Oakland to L.A. to Oakland to L.A. and now to Las Vegas. But maybe, Courtney, cool. if you were in Las Vegas, you wouldn't be unhappy, huh?
2: I'm an Amsterdam man. Lane. I'm an Amsterdam man. <laughs> um, Gavin,
0: I know we're you know time is fast running out with this interview, so we just have a few more. The, the last question for me really centred on something you brought up earlier, which is the Bafana job. I mean, your domestic success is unquestionable. Um, you're very well accomplished. Have you ever come close to accepting the Bafana job or being in final negotiations? I was,
1: I was, uh, when, um, I've been for two, three interviews. Um, And then I think the one, Gordon got the job. for It was Gordon, me, and Steve Compelle. And then the Pizzo scenario, because he was assistant, he took over. Uh, There was, was, when Pizzo left, there was an opportunity again. Um, Yeah. And there was one other time. Obviously, the 20, I always felt, In South Africa, the 2010 World Cup, we missed a trick because I think it should have gone. I know they wanted to create a a high profile coach to come in and give us the whole, but the team, let's be honest, was never good enough. So rather give it to a local guy and let him run with it. You know what I'm saying? And let them put their stamp on it. So I felt that was an opportunity missed there. You know, to bring someone in, they're not going to add any value. They're here today, gone tomorrow, and, you know, and um, they added value, certainly in the, you know, in a few te- technical things, into but they never added value on the bigger scale, you know, so, yeah, that's one of those things, but that happens, it happens, that happens.
0: I have to ask you, do you think the door is closed on Bafana for you?
1: Um, I don't know those type of things, because somebody will wake up and they make a decision. Um, I don't know, I would love to do it, I'd love to have an opportunity to do it one day, um, Right now, not, you know, it's it's with COVID and it's just not playing, and I mean, it's just crazy. It's a job that you need a lot of patience. You need a lot of, you know. I think there's a there's too much thinking sometimes. Um, if you go back to the times when he was successful with Clive, which was the most successful period, he got a base, he got a he got a he got a core group of players, and he stuck with them through thick and thin. They won the Nations Cup. They qualified for the World Cup. He went to the Confederations Cup. And then they fired him. I mean, are you joking with me? Um, yeah, no, no, no. who makes decisions like that? So that, was, you know, and Clive, that period, 95, 96, he went through that whole kept the core, brought players in, had a look at them with a core group of players, you know, didn't really expose them. And, and, and look how successful they were.
0: My final question to you, Gavin, before Courtney rounds us out. Hugo Bruce has been appointed. He's obviously managed all over. Um, Do you think um, he is the right coach to get this team qualified for major tournaments?
1: Oh, one thing's for sure is, you know, let's forget about local or foreign. He's got huge experience. I mean, he was a player, first of all. Um, He's coached top teams. He's won the nation's cup. I mean, you can't, the CV is there far better than mine, you know, with his local look, Um, but we've never had the opportunity. To, to, and I, I think with Pitzo, like I say, I mean, I think he can open doors. I really do, because I think people see so that, you know, how, you know, how coaches get judged in everywhere. They look at your national team. How do coaches get judged in the world? They look at Brazil. Oh, the Brazilian coach must be a good coach now, because Brazil are such a top side. Uh, uh, you know, German. Uh, so the people think like that. And, and until you actually, I always say, you can only judge a coach until you see him work on the training ground. And obviously the results are important, but how you structures, how you works, what's the thought process, how we want to get to where we want to get to. And that takes time. That takes time. It takes players, um, and, and moving players in and out and get the right balance and and and, and go from there, you know what I mean? And obviously getting the group to work because people forget about the most important thing. You can have all the talent, but uh, if you're not gonna, you know, have the right attitude. And all I do every day, you watch attitudes, you watch desire, do they still want it? And, and you know, and then come say they. So that's the most important thing. You know? So do I want it? Yes. Ross, I mean, his experience is all over the world. You know what I mean? He's really done well. How much value is he going to add? Well, hopefully he can get the national team, you know? Um, but I certainly feel he'll, he'll, he'll be a, what's the word? you will be, um, you know, he'll have his own ideas. He's not going to, entertain any of us um and yeah and don't, don't, if he phones me up of course i'm going to answer the phone how are you yes talk about food. what do you think about this player that player? sure that's not bad. not my style to yeah. I'll tell him everything what i think yeah
2: gavin you've got an encyclopedia of players and their abilities i'm sure at uh from your history of managing Uh, Who's the best player you? (laughs) And what made him a cut above the rest in terms of the ability?
1: I always say, I always say, who's the best player? Who who's the player that I I would pay to go watch? That's the player I like. Now, there's not many players around the world because every team has got six. If you take the top teams, six very good players, uh, two top players and two world-class players. I don't care what, uh, you know, they're all very good. So who would I watch in, if I'm talking who I've worked with? I mean, I've had some fantastic players. I mean, I'm talking local league players, you know, that I really felt that should have gone and played at a much higher level, um, you know, that I've seen. Um, yeah, I mean, if so I go right back to the start, you know, Benny, obviously, that's the obvious one. I mean, and he proved me right in terms of it wasn't me, it was him. But I mean, I proved me right to what I thought when I saw him the first day that he should play in Europe because of his, his hunger to 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 want to score, his hunger to want to win. You know, the African players don't have that. Like, um, so he was one. I mean, through the years, I've seen you know my super sport teams that I had were excellent. Some really good players. Um, there were some real good soldiers there. I mean, Pelembe for me. Domingos, I don't know if you know him, the mm. Mozambican, you know, I and mean, here's a story. He had a chance to go to Benfica, and he says, no, he's not going on trial. I said, Belimbi, now he can't understand English. So it was a bit of a difficult one. But I was telling him in one word, you know, with a nice, you know, um, I, can't, I can't say it on this, but there's it, a word that's very popular around the football wrestling. And I was telling him, with my size, eight foot up his, you know, that uh, you just go there on trial and you'll make it. Benfica, one of the biggest clubs. And he's Portuguese and everything. And he didn't want to go. So that upset me. They were, you know, um, us, you know, young Dan Clayt, could possibly could have played, you a know, higher level. Uh, Glenn Salmon I had, fantastic player. Anthony Lafour, um, These type of, you know, Morgan Gould, what a soldier. Strong, you know, winner of the ball. Was, you know, this type of thing. Lebo Kakana, you know, I've had all these boys. Lance, I saw had Lance Davids. I never had him, but at 15, and he went to Germany with Lenick. He was unbelievable, unbelievable. So, you know, if you look through the years uh, at Wits, you know, we had a more workman-like team. We had more good, honest players, um, players who could win the game. Belimbi again, Dane came there. Uh, you know, Mango, they win you a game, you know. And we had good defenders. Tyson, Latoya. For me, Tyson, Latoya, I know he's got a hammering this year at Pirates, but he should have played at a much higher level. After Wits, he should have gone, you know what I mean, uh, and tried his luck in the in 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 European League. I think he could have made it.
2: Now so, you, yeah. You spoke about Benny a bit earlier on. Do you think he's tra- has his transition into coaching surprised you? Because he's been very successful at Amazulu last season.
1: I Look, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know the boy well, but I don't know what his daily. His daily training in a way, but I know what his, his, his mentality is. And if I look at him from a distance, it's very Portuguese, because that's where he had his most success. Portuguese mentality is very much win win win, heart desire. And I think he's got that ingrained into his team. I think his coaching is more, as I said, I've got, I don't know what he does on a daily basis, how much tactical stuff it is. I mean, I don't know. I can't really, but I know him. He's a big winner. And, and in football, I think the higher the level you go, is it really about tactics? Let's be honest. Is it really about yes? You need a little bit of tactical, but you're getting such good quality players. How can we turn these players into making them better? And I think that's what he's done. He's overachieved at Amazulu. I mean, they're not in a chance, you know, hoping hell can they come second again this year? No chance. And Benny, (laughs) I've told him that. I've told him that. So I said to him, if he comes second, if he comes, if he comes. If he doesn't if he if he comes first, he's overachieved. But if he comes third next year, he's underachieved because that's the way they're gonna see it. So he's at a you know, is a good spot? I just wish he had a stayed over in Scotland or and gone that route, you know what I mean? But I think that route's a little bit longer for him because he's gonna have to go a little bit assistant there, you know how it works in Europe. Um, but for me, he's got he's got the you know, he's got the mentality, and I think he'll achieve it. But I mean, do we I think he wants to, he needs to get out, out of this, you know. And I, I got I got dragged into this, and I'm being here, you know. But I also we all need it, you know.
2: Well, he's called himself. Uh, I saw an interview with him in the week where he said he wants to go one better than Kaiser Chiefs in the. Um, champions league.
1: That's like having, that's like having a go at guys achieves, isn't
2: it? <laughs> I, I, I just thought to myself, Benny, please, man. Win the league. Please,
1: yeah, yeah. Win the league. Listen, after I phoned him after the season, I said, unbelievable what you've done. Unbelievable achievement. But I, must, I told him, but you must remember, your owners and your directors want you to win the league. That's not going to happen. The team is not there. I mean, you can work them and train them and, and what they did was unbelievable. I mean, uh, you know, so yeah, I was laughing at me. I said, if you if you come third next year, for me, it's an unbelievable achievement, but they're gonna see it as an underachievement, you know, because then you're gonna miss the Champions League squad. I just don't think their squad can go on two fronts. And if they get it, they get a rough draw, because they're gonna have to play four games, four games to get into a group, home and away, home and away. And like we drew Cameroon and Angolan team. If they draw and I and then come back on the Wednesday, so play Saturday in Nigeria, arrive here Monday, play Wednesday. Uh with that squad, I don't think they can do it.
2: And not chartered flights, must I say.
1: Well, there's another story. I don't think they got the finance because that is unbelievable what happened. You know, we I mean that certainly helped us if we didn't do that. I mean, I'll give you an example. We played when I was at Fitz the year before, we played Aurora in Conakry. Um, okay. 27 hours in transport. So 10 hours to Dubai and four or five hours there, and another 10 hours from Dubai all the way across to Conakry. 27 hours. Chiefs, we went in seven hours, eight hours. Big difference. One play. Got out, you know, big difference. So, you know, coming... And it's not about going there. It's about coming back and arriving on a Monday and then having to play Wednesday again. I mean, we played... I was at Vitz. We played Chipper in his London, and we were playing in, on Saturday against al in Egypt, okay? So we had to get back from East London to Johannesburg. Okay, it's only a two-hour flight on Thursday. Get on the plane Thursday night. Now we go home, change quickly, Thursday night. Arrive there Friday, play Saturday. Get back on the plane Sunday. Played in Durban on Wednesday against Golden Arrows, my friend. Please. Please don't. And then we lose to al People say, oh, they're not trying, and they, are you joking with me? Are you joking with me? Please. You know, so people don't, that's going to be the biggest test for for Missoula this year. That, that's going to be the biggest test.
0: Gavin Hunt, thank you for being so unfiltered, so honest and being yourself because that's what makes for a good podcast. That what that's what makes a braai fun. And this is what we are. We're a virtual braai. Even though you're having a curry, Courtney's going out to barbecue because that's what he does these days. He doesn't pry, and um, we're just King so we're just so grateful. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you know, people change. People change, Gavin. They change. Um, I, I, <laughs> there's no, there's no
2: barbecues in our house. For those of
0: you who are listening to our show, please don't forget hit us up on our social media accounts, OTW underscore podcast also join our facebook group which is on the whistle podcast gavin thank you again we wish you all the best and uh, thank you for joining us again